We might have even call that, you know, a strategy call or breakthrough call or an audit, whatever you call it. It's that call that you have with your potential, you know, clients. If you're having prospects, you're qualifying them, pre-qualifying them, you're seeing if you're right fit from your side, from their side. It's a really important conversation you're having. And this is usually a big part of many coaches, consultants, you know, sales, um, sales funnel, let's say, or client, client acquisition. And of course, if you're working with high impact, you know, high uh, premium offers, you want to make sure that you have that conversation from your side as, you know, as the coach consultant, making sure that you actually can deliver what they're asking for. And from this prospect side, if they are committed to a high impact, you know, very intimate, um, high level premium offer, of course, you want to get the chance to speak with you on the phone and not only getting on, you know, a messenger or an email or a webinar. So it is an important part of the sales journey and it can be amazing and it can be very difficult. So what I see many times is that um, the coaches consultant I speak to when they're, you know, addressing this question of sales calls, um, there are three parts where they might get stuck. The first part is not having enough people coming in who are pre-qualified. So basically the before the actually actual conversation being on the phone, they don't have a pre-qualification process. They might not have enough calls. You know, they might send the link out or they might offer that, but no one is really actually wanting to get on the call. There maybe is a question of not being really sure how to, you know, present it, all this kind of stuff. The second part is during the call. They might have, you know, or maybe that's for you, you who is listening or watching this episode, you might have enough people coming in, but you don't really know how to lead the conversation. So you end up with these calls that are really long. You know, sometimes people come to have freebies or like pick your brain or get a free coaching call, or sometimes they come in, they're not at all ready, not at all committed to get on this journey with you. Um, or maybe they're just not really the right fit. And there's a lot of things that can happen during the call that it doesn't feel right. Or you might feel really awkward to have the sales conversation. So you end up having those virtual coffees where you're basically most networking and not really going anywhere with the direction even if you know that you can help them that can be during the call so I see there's a lot of different you know reasons why the, the actual call might not work and then after the call let's say that you have enough calls coming in and you have a great you know structure you really know where you're going with the call you're feeling really good about it, it feels very aligned authentic but what happens many times is that you end up, you know, with with your prospect being super excited and they say, yes, I want to do this. And you send over the link to register or maybe, you know, show the program and you never hear back from them. They just basically ghost you and you feel like, what, what did I do wrong? What was happened? We had this thing going on, you know, that might maybe happens to you. So there are many things in this, you know, and of course, in one episode, I cannot cover it all. But there's so many different reasons why this, you know, sales calls might not feel completely 100% good. And here's the thing, a sales conversation can be amazing. It can just be really, you know, fueling, you get on the call with the right people, you're seeing that you can help this amazing, you know, potential clients, you present your program, it's super structured, you feel good about yourself, they feel good because they feel respected and heard, and you feel like you're co-creating. And that's the way I see sales call, and this is the way I teach and train our members in sales conversation. It's something amazing, and it can be really 
fueling, just having that conversation, no matter what happens in the end of the call, if the prospect end up working with you or not, the call in itself can be amazing for both sides, both for you as a service provider, because you feel like you're speaking with people who are excited, they want to get in the journey, they're just not, maybe there's something that is not the right fit, but you feel good about it because you feel heard, you feel also respected in your in your profession, and you feel like you can really you know, listen and, and, and guide them, you're of service, and that's really amazing because that's why you came into coaching consulting in the first place, I'm sure. And the second part is that for your prospect, that experience can be great because they feel like they are guided. They feel like you know where you're going with this. They don't feel pushed. They don't really feel like you're walking their pace. It can be amazing. But also, it can be really draining. And I meet a lot of people who are just feeling like, I don't want to do those calls anymore. I just want to get rid of that. I want to do in, go into automation, what anything, whatever it takes to stop getting down those calls because they feel drained. They feel like they're speaking with people who don't understand them. They feel like they're not really, you know, uh, respected in their profession. They're maybe feeling that they're, there's so many things that can feel off that I already mentioned. So they're just feeling like, I don't want to do those calls. And here's the thing. If you want to serve, if you want to be out there and help, great great people with your excellence with your zone of genius with what you have to offer to this world in terms of your expertise your your skills then there is a component of getting on that call and I want you to feel 100% good about this I want you to feel like this is really an amazing part of your business you're excited about it you feel good about it and that it feels clear on what to do so this is why I created this episode and of course I cannot go into everything but my goal is to give you the first insights what you can improve in before the call during the call and after the call and if you want to go further I have also included a free training that you can check out that I've recorded for you that goes through how to go to 10k in your coaching consulting business in the upcoming 90 days it goes through a section with the calls and the, you know and and all the pre-qualification of your ideal clients but much much more i have put the link below in the comments do check it out it's for you who are ready to really impact this world with your with your zone of genius and i will really wish you to check it out so you can go deeper and learn even more so Without further ado, do check that out, but let's get to the sales calls conversation. Let's talk about the three different parts that I want to cover with you today. So part one is before the call. Let's talk about what you can improve already when you are preparing for the call. What I see quite often, um, you know, when I speak with our community with our network of coaches and consultants where we support and also when our clients come in you know our members come in in first in the programs before we restructure their offers and and calls conversations that feel much more aligned with that but what we what we can see here before the call already is a couple of things i'm gonna mention four different things for you to kind of get a good idea of that so the first part is the pre-qualification questions um here is the thing if you have let's say a calendar link we're talk more about that if you have some type of you know booking system where people can book a call you want to make sure that not everybody gets on that call because otherwise you're not really sure why, why they are on the call they're not really sure where you're going with it so it's not really framed so you want to have some type of calendly link or another booking system where people can book themselves in 
and there are pre-qualification questions that kind of give you a feeling of who they are and if it's a good conversation to have on both sides. So usually I have the most important questions uh, that are important for me to already know on the call. So before even getting on the call, I know where, you know, if I work with coaches consultants, which is the case for me, mostly experts, I know where they are in their business. I know what stage they are at. I know um, the revenue. I know where they want to be. I know if they have a team or not. I know where they are stuck, what they're feeling, what they feel that they need most help with, where they are really strong, like all this kind of stuff I already know before getting on the call. So when we get on the call, we already kind of have something to start with. And they also know the pre-qualification in the pre-qualification process. They also know a bit more about what it's going to look like. They will know already that this is how I'm going to frame the conversation and where we're going with this, what they're going to get out of that. So it's really, really amazing from both sides to kind of know for you already having an idea of what are the questions that you want to ask them already in the call that you asked a bit before that you really need to know the most important ones. And of course, for each profession and each, you know, if you're coaching in dating or relationship or health or business or whatever that is, it's of course going to be very different questions. But you know for your program what you need to know in order to make sure it's a right fit already in the pre-qualification process. And I already mentioned Calendly as being as one of the good things to have. It's a booking, you know, there's other things that you can use like Calendly, but it's really important that you start to have a professional calendar so people can book themselves in, in your calendar. And that way it's really structured how long the call is going to be. I usually, if it's a new call, someone you don't know, it's good to start with maximum 30 minutes to get to know each other. And if there's a need for a second call, you can have a second call, but just really making sure that you are, you know, having a structure with 30 minutes with the pre-qualification questions and they know what they're going for. It's not too much of a risk, it's not too much of a risk for you either. And there should be clear value on the call. I want you not to just be, you know, it's a win-win conversation. So just think about it. Many times the reason why people don't get on the call with you is because they are afraid it's just going to be a pure sales call and they will buy something they don't want. And that's something we really don't want to do. We don't want to do aggressive sales. We don't want to put someone, any, anyone into doing something they don't want. I'm really 100% against that way of, you know, selling. It's not sales for me. The conversation has to be of value for both sides. So you, when you have that audit strategy call and breakthrough call, the person that, you know, that press prospect of yours, your dream client, should already be able to get out of the call feeling that they got value no matter what. This is really important. It's not only about you. It's also about, you know, pre-qualifying them, getting them to feel that they heard, that you really understand their, where they want to go with this and really give them a game plan, give them some type of, you know, idea where you could go together. So this is not a free coaching. It's really a big difference. It's more an audit. It's more like a, giving them the strategy of the, the what, you know, what has to happen, not the how. The how is your program, but the what. If you see their scenario after how, you know, I've always been trained. I've been the trainer coach for almost 10 years. I've seen a lot of different people. So of course I pick up on the pattern. So when I speak with someone for 30 minutes or, you know, 45 minutes, I will see where they are stuck. So I can already, you know, pinpoint that to that person. So they know what they can work on. They know what is the priority when they get on the call with me. They know how, you know, they are starting to see that I understand the game plan. Of course, in the call like that, you don't want to get to the 
what you're going to do because it's going to become a coaching call and you don't want to it's not going to be helpful for them either you want to keep keep it to more like a game plan like an audit for them so they see with you what's possible and where they are stuck this is really important so here is how you create clear value on the call for them and then i want to give you a bonus tip uh, on before the call a lot of times i see coaches consultants sell their coaching programs one-on-one or group coaching whatever they offer and you know get on this call and let's talk about, you know, the group coaching or my my one-on-one offer. The problem here is that it's not really a risk-free opportunity for someone who is potentially interested to work with you to get on that call if the only thing they will have is you speaking about about your program. So here, the goal when you are presenting your call before, you know, even getting on that breakthrough call or clarity call with you is to actually focus on selling the call and not the program. And this is something I learned from an amazing expert in marketing a couple of years ago. I think it's brilliant because the goal here is really to talk about the value of getting an audit, the value of getting a strategy call, the value of actually getting a call with you and planning out and getting that game plan, getting that understanding and clarity of what's possible for these upcoming, you know, six months or 12 months or wherever you are, you know, offering your programs, the value of that is amazing. So you want to sell the call, not the program. The program will be sold as a solution. If they want to go deeper and have, you know, your support with the game plan, that's when you're offering the, the actual program. So the to kind of wrap up this part with the part one is when you are offering the call, offer the game plan, offer the audit, offer the strategy, offer the support of listening and from your experience as the expert, giving them a, you know, an understanding of what's possible in their specific case. And then if and only if you can offer them a solution and if you can help them to find a solution, then you can talk about your programs or you can talk about what's possible only if it's possible of course because you cannot offer them a solution unless you really know that you can help them and this is the beauty of working with high impact you know premium offers that you're really working closer with your clients you're working with the group coaching or maybe one-on-one but vip clients so you're working in a way that is where you have to know where they're coming from so this is why the call is really more about the strategy and the understanding and really you know setting the ground together of the game plan before you go into the next step of actually you know putting that into implementation all right so let's talk about part number two how does it work when they get on the call i'll talk about four different things here as well As soon as they get on the call, what's really important here is that you frame the conversation. And many, many times I see coaches consultants getting stuck with that because they start with introduction, they talk about different things, how is the weather, what are you doing? And that of all of that is really important. But if you have booked in the call for 30 minutes and you speak 15 minutes about, you know, different things, you will have very short time actually going through and giving them an audit and actually, you know, listening to them and where they are stuck and also talking about your, you know, your solution, how you can help them if you can. Um, so frame the conversation from the beginning that it's going to be 30 minutes or 45 minutes and that you're going to ask them a couple of questions and you're going to help them to really figure this out. And if you can help them, then you will talk with them about that in the end. So it's really framed with you leading the conversation. You're the one 
in you know the leaders leader role in this in this call because they are there to listen and hear how you can eventually help them with their business or their life or relationship health wherever you're offering your coaching consulting so make sure that you are framing the conversation early on in the process and you are leading the conversation but here's the thing you are leading them you are you know you have an idea you don't have a script i'm against scripts in the difference you want to be listening to them but you have an idea where you're going with this you have you know a direction a couple of uh, leading questions it's going to help you to really understand if you can help them or not where they are really get their specific case so you're leading the conversation but you're walking in their pace and that's really really important to remember you're leading the conversation, but you're walking. They are deciding the pace of this. So if you're rushing it too much and you're not listening and you're trying to go through your script, that's when people snap out and say it's too aggressive. That's when they don't want to do this work with you because they don't feel you're respecting their pace. And this is really important. So there's a beautiful dance and balance between going and you know leading the conversation, framing the conversation, knowing where you're going, and also at the same time, being super respectful and aligned with how fast can you go. So if you're speaking with them and they are getting, you know, I'm giving you just an example. If you hear that they are speaking about the problem they have, but you hear that there's underlying something more than that, then make sure that you work through that part together first before you move over to the next, you know, part of what you want to cover with them. And that could be for something like, I noticed that you mentioned that you're having a hard time with the sales conversation or, you know, if I will speak with someone, I noticed that you, you mentioned that you're having a hard time working with this type of clients. Could you go deeper in that? Because I felt that when you spoke about, you know, your current clients that you're having a hard time really being your zone of genius. Can, you can we go deeper into that? If I feel that that's where I have to go with my, you know, my prospect, my potential client, my, the person I'm speaking with who is eventually going to be part of my program, I have to go deeper and really feel like, okay, I'm getting their dreams, their aspirations, their needs, their pain points, I really get it. And if you feel like there's something missing, there's something that there's, you know, in their body language, in the way they're speaking about that, you have to go back and you kind of have to see that, okay, is there something else that I'm missing? Is there something that they're saying that maybe there's an underlying problem that I have to solve first because before we can do that? So this is why, you, you know, you want to make sure that you're listening more than you're just trying to go through a script because if you have a script, you will not pick up on those things. You want to make sure that you have, a, you know, a framework, you have a, a, you're guiding, you're leading, but their pace it's what's really important. You're listening to how fast you can go. And if you haven't covered one part, make sure that you cover that before you move on to the next part. So that's where I really would say that is important. And now for the last part of the call, when you're, you know, you're framing the call, you're getting to the end of it. By the end of that first call, you want to make sure that you know if you are potentially going to work together or not. So if they are not a good fit for you or you're not a good fit for, for them, you know, you're trying to really see if you're a match and if you can, you know, if you can help them with what they're looking for. If they are not, well, that's great. Then you had a conversation and you figure that out. If they are and they don't, you know, join the program in the, that moment or they don't sign up to be part of, you know, your coaching program or your trainings, then do make sure that you have a follow-up call. 
And I don't want you to force, you know, aggressively or doing something which is inauthentic. And this, I'm highly, highly against that. And this is something we, which is a really big values of our, our company, our academy, that we do sales in a respectful, authentic, and and you know, enjoyable uh, way that is enjoyable for both us and for our potential clients. So you want to make sure that the person that's going to join you is hundred percent in. And if you feel like they need more time, and they maybe need to you know speak with their partner, or they maybe need to uh, look at their finances, or maybe look at their schedule, how they can make it work. Do make sure that you have a second call booked in a couple of days later, just so they can figure this out. And it's going to be feel much better for both sides because it will allow your prospects to actually, you know, again, you're, you're in their pace. You're not forcing anything on them. You're respecting their, the need of going that in that, um, in that rhythm, in that pace that you are, that they are actually leading. They are the leader of the pace and you're the leader of the direction. Let's say like that. Um, all right, let's talk about part three. I know I cover a lot of things, but I feel that this is such an important topic and I want you to feel good about this. I want you to feel like you know what to do. I know what you want you to feel like, okay, I'm, I know I have the clarity, the direction. I know how to feel about an authentic, respectful, loving, and carrying a sales conversation where I feel 100% good about myself and I also make, make my prospects feel 100% good about themselves and we are co-creating and we are working together. Um, so let's talk about the after the calls. As I mentioned, if you didn't reach a conclusion after the first call, you don't have a yes or no, make sure that you have a second call booked in a couple of days later to really check in with them, to cover the follow-up question if there's something else that they feel 100% good with that. If they said that they are good to go and they just need, you know, you to send them all the details and you feel that and you feel, okay, they are really 100% in, then make sure to follow up in the upcoming 24 hours. The reason to that is that you want to respect their, you know, they are in it right now. They're making decision and you want to be there, there to support them. So they will have to, to have it all in 24 hours. They can actually, you know, read through the documents, get the registration up, even maybe getting to the dashboard. Our welcome kit, I know for our programs, they have access to that the same day when, when they join, because I want them to get the chance to get their hands into it and get to work. So you don't want to make them wait for a couple of days just because, you know, uh, you you didn't follow up with them, so make sure that you follow up with with the prospects that actually said that they're gonna be committed to work with you because it's going to show for them already that you are very you know professional with your clients. You're showing up in time. You're you know you're keeping your commitments, and that's gonna also create much more trust for them to be able to work with you together in upcoming you know months or. Or, or weeks. Okay, so it's a good practice to have a follow up within 24 hours for the ones who said, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work with you, or even for the ones who said, I need some more time, that you make sure that you send them directly the, you know, the, the agenda for the second call booked in, you send them the information about, you know, your programs, you send them all the things that they asked for, so they have the time to get ready and prepare for the for the follow up call if there's one. Um, I already mentioned that we want to make sure that your prospect is 100% aligned, feels 100% good about 
their decision. And I want to insist on that, that yes, you're in a sales conversation and there might be things that comes up for your prospect that make them feel like, okay, there's, am I doing the right decision? Especially if they're going into, you know, a high impact premium offer, they are committed to do something bigger with a, with a bigger transformation in their business, in their life, in their health, in the relationship. And it's a bigger thing. So you want to respect that by being there and supporting them in making the best decision. So here's where we are a bit different from many um, coaching um, programs. We don't want to force anyone to anything. We want to be alive. We want to really be authentic. We want to value their decision. And you are there in the sales calls to help them to see what's the best for them. And if you see you know, from the perspective of, okay, it's not the right fit, make sure to say that you want to respect their, you know, you want to have the right clients in your program. If it's not the right fit, it's not the right fit. But if it is, and you see that their fear is stopping them, if you see that it's actually not, you know, they want to do it, they are the right fit, they have investment, they want, they're hard, they, you just feel like there's so much wanting to come through and they want to do it. But what's stopping them is that fear that's stopping them is that, you know, oh my God, am I doing the right thing? Be there to support them and maybe even say, I notice that you're afraid and I know that it's scary. What can I do to help make it easier for you? How can we make it more risk-free for you? How can we start to create together? How can we work together and we can get into it? Now, what can you create for them that's going to be making that decision even easier. Like for instance, it can be a 30-day refund guarantee, maybe it's several installments, maybe there, there's something else that you can create for them that will make that decision easier. So they feel good about themselves. They feel like, okay, I'm going in, it's scary, but I feel supported and I feel that I'm heard and I know it's gonna be great, you know? That's the way you want your clients to feel. So when they feel that way, when someone comes into you know, a decision like that, they're gonna show up completely differently. You will not have to, you know, having someone on the fence, like, let's show me what you have, or like feeling that they are not 100% in it. You wanna have people coming in 100% in, so make sure that you work through any fears, any blocks that are stopping them already in the call, so they feel like, okay, we worked through this, now there's nothing else that is stopping me. I know I'm a bit scared because change is scary, but I feel good about my decision. I feel empowered. I feel supported. That's how you want them to feel. Okay. So that's about the, the after the call. That's where we talked about a follow up with the 24 hours. Have a second call booked if they needed some more time. And also make sure that you really listen and make your, your prospects feel comfortable, powerful, you know, in their decision that they are really 100% aligned and they are ready to go. And that's something that you can really work on in your sales conversation. That's what I love doing with our, you know, um, when I'm teaching and training our members to make it something that is powerful for both parts, where they feel like come in and they're already in it. You know, they are already committed because you created that support and that um, space for them to work through their their inner fears of that bigger commitment. And the last part is, if they say no, I want you to get comfortable with the no. No is not the bad word. And many times I feel like we are avoiding the no because there's a fear of rejection or there's a fear of like, it's oh, but it's my program, is not good enough? So we'd rather stop at, I'll think about it or I'll get back to you. And I want you to not stop at, I'll think about it or I'll get back to you. Because probably in the I'll think about it or I'll get back to you, 
you did not that have that conversation of what is underlying, what's missing. And no is fine. I don't want you to push to the yes. I want you to push to the no. You want to get a yes or a no. Not the maybe, not I'll come back to you. Get to the end of the conversation because in that end of the conversation, that's where the real magic happens. You know, when someone say, I'll think about it, well, have that conversation. What do you need to think about? Let's talk about it. What's missing for you? What do you feel right now? Like have that conversation. It's so powerful. You're already showing your, you know, your your capacity to hold this space as a coach, as a consultant, as a trainer, as a mentor, as an advisor, you're already opening up that space of conversation. So make that work, you know, what's stopping you? Why would you not sign up? Tell me, that's fine. Don't be attached. You know, there's an abundance of, I'm fine with a no. It's not about me. It's about you. I'm fine with a no. So have that conversation, because if you do that, you, they might say, you know, I'm afraid I'm going to have enough time to do this. Then we'll see if you have a solution for that. Oh, I, I cannot, you know, I, the investment is too big and I feel like I, I cannot make it work. Well, how about we do three installments or they say, I feel, you know, scared. How about we start with 30 days and we see how it goes? What can you create? How can you help them? You know? In the I'll think about it, I'll get back to you or I'm not, you know, all that. There's a lot of space of the where they can have your support of making the best decision. And if they say, you know, I love it. I love what you're doing. I love what's supposed, but it doesn't feel right right now. Then, okay, but get that no, get that, get to the end of the conversation. Because if you do, both of you will feel much better because they will feel that they heard, they were heard. They will feel that you actually took the time to listen, you, that you actually took the time to understand and that you were not attached to whatever, whether they would say yes or no. And how abundant and great is that to work with someone who feels that way? Um, so I would say that that's basically what I, was, I will do in the end of the call. Really make sure that you're comfortable with a no and getting there to for them because you are there to, for them it's not about you it's not about your program it's about can you help them and if you can how can you help them and have that conversation together because you are co-creating in that moment already all right a lot of things i covered today i hope you enjoyed this uh, mini training on sales calls please do share that and tag someone who has to check this out if you have coaches coaching peers or consulting peers that you would love to share that with tag that tag them share that make sure to comment and review our podcast and live show and of course as i mentioned before you want to go deeper i have a free training for you about how to get to 10k in your business in your coaching consulting business in the upcoming 90 days it's a great training for you who want to understand bigger picture of, you know, lead generation, offers, sales uh, and traffic. And I'm really excited for you to check it out. Just go below in the, in, in the comments or in the description below and you'll find it. And of course, just let me know how you feel. What was your biggest takeaway from this conversation? My goal with all these podcast episodes and live shows is for you to get better on in your business, feel better, more supported, more powerful, more aligned and with more clarity because it can be amazing and it can be very hard with sales calls. So I really want you to feel like, yes, I want to do more of that because I see how powerful it can be to have those conversations with my potential dream clients. All right. So that's all for today. Have a wonderful day and I'll see you next time. Bye bye.